Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. Today, I wanted to share some thoughts that have come up recently in my uh, group program that has been geared more at, at weight loss that um, I just launched over the summer. And, you know, in it, I, we've been helping lots of women lose lots of weight, you know, anywhere from 20 to 40 pounds at this point. But you know, I find that all of us, and this is so ingrained in us, and we're actually going to be talking about this in a lot more depth on Thursday with the guest interview that I have um, coming out for you guys. Uh, but, you know, we, we get, it's so ingrained in us to, if we want to lose weight, we have to eat less and exercise more, right? Like we just, we're all ingrained with this, this thought. And I've been on my own weight loss journey since, since March. And I went pretty hardcore and extreme, which is what we do in this, um, program that I put together. But since then I've continued to lose weight, but without, you know, working quite so hard at it, mostly because I'm starting to feel pretty comfortable with where I'm at. I still have some weight I want to lose, but it hasn't been, you know, there's not as much of a push there at this time. And so I've been, you know, experimenting, if you will, with, with a few things, knowing that my hormones are back in balance, you know, my thyroid is normalized and my estrogen levels have normalized. And that was a part of why I was having trouble before. But recently, like in the last two weeks, I finally felt like my wrist is strong enough again to, to start working out. And so I've started doing that. And this has brought on kind of these new levels of things. I've also been experimenting with intermittent fasting, which was one of the most popular episodes that we had on here. So I know many women are, are interested in that or trying that or testing that. And I will say like one of the common mistakes that we make is we combine intermittent fasting with not eating enough. And then we try to also work out. And this is a recipe for disaster because all of these things are increasing stress on the body. You're not getting enough food. So your, your body thinks you're starving. Your metabolism starts to slow down, which means it's not going to burn anything. And we're either not working out and not moving enough or we're pushing ourselves way too hard. And so all that is also increasing our stress and our inflammation. And so rather than losing weight, we start to put weight on. And we were talking about on our group coaching call this week when I'm recording this, you know, talking about the other things that can cause the scale to go in the other direction that don't necessarily have to do with eating. Because I talked to so many women, um, it does have to do with exercise, but not necessarily eating. So many of us are, you know, we're eating these super restrictive diets or we feel like we're doing all the things we're eating well and, you know, doing all this but we either don't see the scale move or sometimes we see it go in the wrong direction. And I, you know, earlier this year got into the habit of actually weighing myself every day, not from a like obsessive, the scale needs to be going down or like unhealthy way, but I'm really truly able to just step back objectively and observe this. And I've been really curious to just see, you know, how my weight will fluctuate through the month and, 
you know, at what times in my cycle, different things, like I'll go up a couple pounds and I'll come down a couple of pounds. But overall, the overall trend has been that things are going, you know, it's going down and I've seen like the lowest weight that I've ever seen in years, <laughs> you know, consistently come up every couple of weeks. And like, that, that's exciting. That's cool. But what I've been really present to, especially as I've added working out is this whole eating enough thing. So I really took on this week eating significantly more than I'm used to. And what I mean by eating enough, you know, the majority of the women, there is this, this we, some of us struggle with overeating, absolutely. And that is a cause of obesity and, and many things. Some of us like lose control when we eat certain things. I'm not negating that. What I, in addition to that, I would say even more common and what I've seen and, you know, the women that I work with is under eating. And that means eating like 1200 calories a day or less. And a lot of us maybe aren't even aware of this, or we just don't think we're hungry, or I've talked to plenty of people who could go all day without eating and, you know, not even notice. None of that is normal. <laughs> just put it that way. And to just like function, we actually need at least 1800 calories a day, probably more. So I've been really challenging myself to eat about 2000 calories a day this week. And I feel fuller than I have. Like it, it's, it's a bit challenging to train your body to eat more again, but it also helps you start waking up your metabolism and it can seem really counterintuitive to start doing this. But what I noticed was I hit my, I'd been plateaued for a couple of weeks and I hit my lowest number on the scale a few days ago. Um, then what I noticed is I, I did a couple of things. So I, like I said, I've started working out again and you know, my body's tired and I'm aware of, and I'm trying to be really, really like just cognizant of, okay, how tired am I? How's my stress level? Like, you know, how much can I push myself without pushing myself too far into a stress response? And yesterday I'd worked out the last two days in, in a row. And yesterday I, my son, he'd worked out with me the day before he's eight and he's homeschooling. So he's like, Ooh, PE time. And he had lots of fun, like doing this workout with me, did pretty much nothing that was actually part of the workout, but just had fun. And so yesterday, you know, he's like, mom, let's do a workout again. And what parent is going to say no to that? Right. I'm like, my body's exhausted, but okay. So I ended up working out another day and I knew it was pushing me too hard. Like I'm super sore. And I, I felt like, decent afterwards, but my body was just tired while I was doing this workout and he didn't even do most of it with me. So I was like, you stinker, whatever. So today I'm really committed to taking a day off, but you know, I did that. And then on top of that, I had a later call. And so we ended up ordering out for dinner and I ate a pretty large meal and was still hungry because my body's still adjusting to this whole new metabolism thing and eating more, which it needs to, but like not really judging where, where my hunger was really well. And so today I got on the scale and I was totally expecting this, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling leaner, all that stuff. Muscle, as you put muscle on, it does, you know, it can sometimes make your weight go up too, but I was two pounds heavier, well, 2.2, I think, than, than yesterday. And rather than like getting pissed off and, you know, being upset about this, I just thought back on it. Yep, nope, that actually makes total sense because I pushed myself too hard. I pushed myself into a stress response. I, you know, didn't sleep as well. That's another thing. And I have been experimenting with this stuff and eating quite a bit more, but also eating more carbs than I'm, I'm used to in like one meal. And I'm not saying one meal will make all the difference, but it can make your weight vary a little bit. So like overall, I don't, you know, I'm not worried. I'm not like, Oh, I'm gaining weight. Like, what am I doing wrong? I know exactly what happened. So I, what I wanted to share with you today is really thinking about, you know, a, we have to step into 
and this is what we're going to talk about on Thursday with um, my guest, Maya Miller, who is an awesome lady that I actually learned some stuff from on my, my own journey with weight loss. So I asked her if she'd come on the show and she said yes, which I'm super excited about that. So come back on Thursday for that. But, you know, we have to really adopt this step out of the, the being frustrated, the worry, the causing ourselves more stress with weight loss and really be able to step into this more objectivity and like experimental way of, you know, who I am in terms of my weight loss journey now is like, I'm curious. I'm, you know, excited. I don't let myself get frustrated or get down. I I have good self-talk. Like I feel confident I'm wearing my leggings and, you know, my husband thinks my butt looks great. Like all, all those things. Right. And I, I believe it's true. <laughs> Finally, you know, so many of us have so much negative self-talk and so much just ugh, that we bring on ourselves. So the first thing is like, we really have to pay attention to how we're being in the world. The second is we need to be connected enough to ourselves to recognize how stressed out we are and to recognize what we really need and to not push ourselves so hard. I'm not saying, you know, if you're into training and exercising and all of that, it's okay to push yourself. You just have to be, you know, I'm someone who has come from years of high stress and trauma and many of the women I work with, and I know many who listen to the show are are like that. And sometimes our bodies just need a break. Like we have to be willing to recognize when we need a break. This came up on our, in our conversation earlier. We also need to just have awareness of the other things that impact our weight. Could be our cycle. Could be how well we slept the night before. Could be what we ate. Could be that we're not eating enough. Could be that we ate too much. Could be that we pushed ourselves too hard in a workout. Could be so many things. And so it's not, I, I'm really sharing this because I, I, want and challenge everyone to shift their perspective away from, oh, I have to eat less and exercise more because it's so much deeper than that, A, but that also screws so many people up. And when you're eating so little, you know, 1200 calories or less, your metabolism is slowing way down because your body's like, oh, I have to hold on to everything because I don't know where my next meal is coming from because I'm not getting enough. And so many of us think that that's like where we're supposed to be, or we've been trained that way, or even, you know, I've talked to clients or, or, you know, new people or or just women that I've connected with who've shared that like the doctor led solution to weight loss was, you know, a 500 calorie diet and taking medication to, you know, produce extra hormones to make them lose weight faster. And I'm like, yeah, that'll make you lose weight, but is that sustainable? Can you live like that? And the answer is like, absolutely not. No. And so you have to really be cognizant of, does it take longer? Yes. Is it sustainable? Yes. And you really have to, you know, step into being this person that's going to figure out what's going to work for you. The other thing is what works for me isn't going to work for the next person and isn't going to work for the person after that. Just as another example, you know, on this, our group call this morning, we have a woman who has been exercising like four to five times a week for the last five plus years easily. Right. And she does that and she feels good and she loves that and all of that. And then we have a couple of women who haven't have hardly exercised at all in the last decade, probably. And what I, you know, have to say with that is like if there's things that you've been doing consistently and that your body is used to, awesome. You can keep doing them in going on a weight loss journey. You could vary it. Obviously, you know, if it hasn't been working, I always say like don't hesitate to try something new try different type of working out, maybe try walking, like just really tune in and connect with your body and listen to it and recognize when it needs a break. That's what I'll say about all that. 
But if you have not been working out, the key to all of this is not to suddenly start pushing yourself super hard. You know, I have started working out again, but I'm intentionally listening, except for yesterday, listening to my body and not, you know, overdoing it. I am capable of that. I did that the first day and I was like, okay, I'm sore for like four days. And, you know, I, I had to take basically a whole week off to get back into it. So then I found something that's a little gentler and more geared at women, you know, with hormone stuff and who are super busy and, you know, really working on female metabolism and whatnot. So you have to find what's going to work for you there. But I would say if you haven't nailed eating, and then what I mean by nailed is you're eating enough and you feel food full and you have a great freedom and enjoyment with food. And what I mean by freedom is that you can say yes to the piece of cake or you can say no to the piece of cake and you aren't feeling guilty. It's not driven by emotions. It's not driven by, I deserve that piece of cake or I, you know, you don't have justifications and reasons for either having the cake or not having the cake. You can just decide and choose. That's what true food freedom is. By the way, you know, a lot of us think we have freedom because we have used willpower for so long that, you know, we don't, we don't want it anymore, whatever it is, you know, it's when you can really just make a choice without having to justify it, that you have freedom in all kinds of things. Important concept there. But we have to, you know, if you haven't nailed that process, focus there, like 80 to 90% of winning at this is actually tied to the food more than it is to movement and exercise. Move your body Absolutely. But be totally focused on, you know, personal trainers and all this stuff that we tend to do. Not as important as getting the food right, because if you don't get the food right, what we all tend to do is use exercise as an excuse to not have the food right. And what does that do? It screws up everything else in the long run and causes us to plateau and have issues or not lose weight or all of that stuff. So nail the food, be really connected and aware of yourself pay attention to the other things that impact your weight. And this is, you know, if you can do this, I I don't recommend that everyone weigh themselves every day because a lot of us get sucked into that negative self-talk or frustration or wondering what the hell and, you know, feeling depressed and all of the things like unbelievably frustrated. I've talked to so many women who are like that. And that used to be me. If you can truly divorce yourself from all those feelings and just approach this as I'm going to do an experiment on myself and my body. And I'm going to weigh myself every morning. You weigh less in the morning. It's best like after a good void bowel movement and, and urine, you know, take all your clothes off, just suck it up. If you can do that objectively and just observe, like, how do things change? Like, and look at all the things, how's my water consumption? How's my sleep? How did I eat? How's my stress level? Did I work out or not? And just kind of see what's happening. You'll start to tune into your own body and patterns. And then you can start to tweak those things to see it start to change. And it's very fun when you start to do that. And even when like the scale goes up 2.2 pounds today, I'm like, "Hmm, I wonder what'll happen when I do things differently tomorrow. You know? So there's always this, it's, it's not really a game, but it's, it's like we're doing an experiment on ourselves. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I just wanted to share, you know, some of my thoughts and things that I've been seeing on my journey. The other thing was eat more. So, you know, if we were going to look at like all the things that can impact weight loss and your journey and, you know, cause you to feel stuck and frustrated, you know, you got to nail the food, which includes eating enough. You got to find a way of being where you're 
objectively curious and excited and look at this as a journey and a process and a way to get to know and understand yourself. For some of you, that's going to be really hard because you have to find that place of self-love. And we're going to talk about that a lot more on Thursday. And the third is like take relief exercise, <laughs> really pay attention to your body and your stress and just key into all these other things, your sleep, like nail all that before you really bring in pushing yourself super hard with exercise or with anything else. Hopefully this helps serve you and, you know, on some level, get you thinking a little differently, gets you outside the box. We're going to have a lot more kind of stuff themed around weight loss. And I'm even going to do a challenge in the group between, <laughs> between Thanksgiving and, and Christmas, we're going to have some fun. So if you're not in the free Facebook group, please jump in there. Like there's going to be a lot of, um, exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks and months. And if you're struggling with this or like Dr. Alex, I've tried all these things and I, I don't even know where to start. Like where, where do I start with all this? Reach out to me. I'm happy to, you know, I, a lot of this comes from my own journey, but also from conversations that I have with all of you. And I'm always happy to do that. So please reach out to me and connect if you could use any guidance around any of this stuff. And with that, we will see you for an awesome interview with Maya Miller on Thursday and we'll be back next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm-hmm.